Okay, so welcome everybody to our next version of, uh, the latest version of our Cisco GeekCast. Um, I'm Arthur Wu. Let's do a quick roundtable. We're, we're going to be having a podcast today on the big DC Extended Universe release, Batman vs. Superman, or BVS. Um, let's do a quick roundtable of who's here, and then we'll just get started because uh, we're waiting for Nick. Um, to my left. I uh, got me, Kai. I've been uh, a part of the numerous of these podcasts. I'll have to exit a little bit early today, but... You can call in while you're going? Yep. Okay, that's fine. Uh, excited to see where this discussion goes. Okay. Um, uh, um, Dot, I think I've been to all of these so far. Yep. And, uh, you know, pretty big Superman, pretty big Batman fan, so I've got a few things to say. <laughs> <laughs> we should have all watched this movie together. Um, Ron, uh, on the phone? So, Ronald's here. Um, I am... Normally a self-proclaimed DC guy, but um, in the movie universe, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, great. And last but not least, for now, until somebody shows up, you know who you are. Oh, uh, this is Anthony. Uh, I'm a self-proclaimed, I hate things that suck. (laughs) And uh, this movie might fall into that category. Dang. (laughs) All right. And uh, our, our, our voice of the, the ignorant masses will be here soon, Nick Choi. But anyway, why don't we get this started? Um, so I'll set some context. So this is very interesting to me because um, Ronald had something really he, – he shared something really impo- uh, interesting, and I, I do agree still, where he said, you know, this is a movie that is just too big, at least for him and me, to ignore um, because it's two of the biggest DC icons, you know, superhero icons in the world, two of the most recognizable characters. They're coming together for the first time. Um, it was just too big of a movie to ignore. Um, I would have watched it regardless. Um, and also, it's interesting because after I watched this movie, it's, it's been so polarizing. Um, and people were still talking about it the week or two afterwards. So I, I went and, and I was reading interviews and discussions and forums and blogs and comments and things like that. And I was reading them from uh, hardcore you know, comic fans, casual people, also comic creators. And it was actually fascinating, this, the discussion uh, going on. And, and, you know, it occurred to me that, kind of like Star Wars, um, you know, it, the discussion is no longer about the quote-unquote quality of the movie, per se. I think Star Wars fared a lot better, <laughs> obviously, right? I mean, for all the, the criticism of that movie, pretty much for all intents and purposes, that movie was really successful and um, did great, right? Um, but this movie was, at best, mixed, all right, at best, um, not that there's not a lot of people that didn't like it, um, but a lot of people obviously didn't like it or had mixed feelings about it. And I think it was interesting, all the discussions, because it just goes to show that what these characters really mean. They transcend the media that they're being presented on, and they mean a lot to, to different people for different reasons, right? Whether you're a hardcore, lifelong fan or you're a casual fan, it was just fascinating to hear the perspectives of what they thought should be or what they thought was okay and what people were willing to accept. So I found the whole notion or discussion of this movie or, or the concepts around it or the characters absolutely fascinating because um very different oh here we go uh let's give a second to hey 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 sorry about that our oh voice of God. the ignorant master um, and she, he brought his little sidekick his little robin what awesome. how am i gonna cuss now damn it uh yeah you can't say <laughs> foul language she doesn't pick it up she won't pick it up for <laughs> another two years um, nick cusses in front of her it doesn't matter oh, so um Oh, no, um, you want to sit over there, sir? Can 
Can I bring a, uh, I was going to bring a here, let's take my chair. Everybody slide over. Here, let's everybody slide over and accommodate. Sorry, guys. Nick brought his little Carrie Kelly, you know, from Dark Knight Returns. Oh, here. 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 Oh, Okay. Hi. Okay. So, uh, no problem. We just got started. Uh, the voice of the in your ass is Nick Choi got in. So, what are you crying for? I just started. <laughs> Wait, because um, she's a baby? What are you talking about? So, I was just sharing with everybody that this movie is very interesting, very polarizing. Um, and the discussions around the characters itself are more interesting than the movie, per se, because it means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Um, so, with that said, um, why don't we. Just, just to right, jump right into it. Um, you know, we can move fast. We can also jump in where needed. So even the one person's talking, that I would say, feel free to kind of, you know, interject because, um, you know, uh, we can keep it going. I think Kai, you're leaving soon, so if you want to go first and then call in later while we're talking, why don't you go ahead? So, you know, the usual, um, you know, what you like, what you didn't like, or any kind of thoughts accordingly. Um, I'll probably go with what I did like, um, since. Um, what I didn't like would be too long of a laundry list. <laughs> and it would probably be repetitive, since I think a lot of people will probably sure. reiterate a lot of the stuff they didn't like either. Um, I think I really, I like I told Arthur earlier that the, the my favorite character in the movie, um, surprisingly, was Lex Luthor. But this is also, so from my perspective, I don't know much, <laughs> I don't know that much about Batman, Superman, or um, Fair point. Lex Luthor or the whole DC universe. Um, that's just something that I'm not wholly familiar with. And I kind of went into this movie mostly blind. So even the whole Doomsday reveal, I mean, I knew Doomsday was an iconic villain for Superman. Um, but that reveal and, you know, the relationship between him and Luke, sir, I just have very loose, um, a very loose idea of. And I felt like that was the the only thing that they had executed fairly well on. And I, like I told them, and then, you know, like other things, I don't, um, my least favorite character was Lois Lane, of course, just like probably <laughs> most people. Because um, she was just a nightmare to work with. But mostly just because she was just very unfortunate in terms of the, the line that she got. And um, it's just, I mean, without rambling further on, it just it just wasn't a good movie. There was there wasn't a lot for me to be to really be happy about. Otherwise, uh, to be fair, I still enjoyed Affleck's performance um, as the new Batman. I you know Henry Cavill is an unfortunate. Um, kind of luck in terms of having to deal with <laughs> yep. um, the dialogue that he was given and um, or lack of dialogue or lack of dialogue <laughs> Man. and yeah, well, yeah. I'm just really worried for the future of you know Warner Bros. DC which at this point is fairly non-existent mm -hmm. um, and so for me it's just it's kind of a too bad situation but I'd like to probably bounce off what other people are saying in terms of maybe the less obvious stuff um, since I think we'll cover a lot of the uh, obvious, the, the pretty shitty things about this movie. Yep. Okay. Cool. Uh, anybody else want to go next or follow up? I mean, I just have to agree with uh, with Kai there. 
obviously I did not enjoy this movie. Um, and the thing that left me wondering uh, was what does this mean for the rest of the movies that are going to be coming out? I mean, if they're going to be falling down these same characterizations of Batman and Superman and these, you know, these other characters, it makes me completely unexcited about what they're going to do next. Right. I, I, I don't know if there's a way that they can turn around, um, you know, the, the, the rest of this comic or mo sorry, uh, movie universe anymore once they've set the, the tone of Batman and Superman like they did in this movie, for me at least. That's an interesting comment to me because although I think it is absolutely possible that they could have their own movies and that they may be good or even great, I think it's, it's still a possibility. Having Batman and Superman with these characterizations as the foundation doesn't bode well for a larger movie unless they take a significant turn. Even then it would seem and feel really forced. Yep. Um, I'm at the point where I'm like, you know, I, I do like Cavill as a person and an actor. Yep. If I've hated his Superman, mm -hmm. I even want them to recast these. If he's dead now, <laughs> go yeah. get somebody new altogether and just redo that image. But I'm not sure I'd like that so either because I know where it came from. But he's not. Okay. So I agree with Kyle on one thing, which is I really like uh, Affleck's characterization of Batman. Mm -hmm. I thought he did it really well. Yeah. And I feel so opposite about Lex Luthor. And he's like, his character, his character is for sure like bothering me all the time. Every time he's on there, I couldn't like. And so, and then one of the things I wasn't sure about is interesting whether it was like my like strong dislike for Henry Cavill and his portrayal of Superman that made the like that made me dislike one parts of the movie, or if it was just like. The movie itself, like it. I don't think I was. I, I can really, tell about being objective because I was still tainted from the first Superman that sure, came out. Yeah. That I was like, the material. Mm -hmm. Every time he came out, I was like, oh. yeah. <laughs> he doesn't get. In terms of dialogue, he just gets really nothing to work with. But he's right. still like a bland as an actor. Well, thank you. So, no. so here's the thing, um, and this is going into some of the things I didn't like. Where I like Cavill as the actor. I think he's really good. Uh, unfortunately, he's saddled with really bad material to work with. Unfortunately, um, so. That lends itself to a really, really bad Superman. Um, they didn't utilize him in any way. He was, you know, really presented uh, almost insultingly. Um, and almost. It, oh, actually, no, almost. <laughs> pretty insultingly. And a lot of the themes they set up uh, were interesting, like they did with Man of Steel, but they don't really explore it. They don't use the character to explore the ideas of power, responsibility, and all those themes that they were quoting about, like who is responsible, what should they do, those are great themes. They were t touching upon it, but they don't use the character to explore the themes. And um, I feel sorry for Cavill because, unfortunately, he, you know, I think he's very earnest about the role. He wanted the role based on interviews. He actually um, wanted the, he actually auditioned for the previous Brandon Routh Superman movie, but he didn't get it back in 2006. So uh, he really does want to play the character, but unfortunately he's, Saddle with bad material. Yeah. So, um, all right. Guys... Sorry, with a uh, real quick. What Nick said was funny because I'm kind of the opposite because I went in expecting to be totally annoyed with Lex Luthor because based on the trailer, they're just like annoyed me to no end. Yeah. But then when I went in, I'm like, you know what? It's not as bad as I thought it would be. That actually was a surprise to me. So I'm actually going opposite with you. He wasn't as bad, but it was still bad enough to bother me. It wasn't as bad as it was in your eyes, but it was uh, bad enough to bother me every time he came on. Like, okay. To see. You know, he, he, I was on the same as Arthur. I went in and, and I was expecting not like him at all. Right. He didn't bother me that much. I didn't really like him, but I really didn't like his very last scene where he's just kind of like, 
Going nuts in jail behind bars. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that was, was that was pretty annoying to me. Um, I hope we don't see him again. I, I heard a theory <laughs> online, which I know absolutely isn't true, but it'd be nice if he was a Lex Luthor Jr. and his real daddy came about <laughs> and, <laughs> and then took over as a Luthor that we probably want. Like Kevin Spacey or something. <laughs> no, no, not like that. I'm thinking right. more like the animated series. Right. You, you know what was kind of weird was I almost felt like. He was playing Mark Zuckerberg in a way, <laughs> like an, like an yeah, evil Mark, like an evil Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Or playing himself. True. All right, so I've been holding this all in. Oh uh, yes, Anthony, it. please. Oh, he's gonna pop. <laughs> I hated every. I didn't like any. I didn't like any character. Like zero characters. I didn't like any of them. Wow. Um, I, even I thought Superman again. I mean, it's not his fault, but he's given nothing to work with. Batman again. I didn't see anything uh, great about him. He, he was fine, but I don't. I don't know why people keep on like praising how good Ben Affleck is as Batman. Like I, I don't get it. Uh, it's just average. Uh, Lex Luthor. He's again like uh, I agree with Lama. He's just this guy who owns Google, and <laughs> now he does this weird thing with that Jolly Rancher, and he feeds another guy with it. That was weird. That was um, very weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, very weird. He just seems like a. He's not Lex Luthor. He's like a schizophrenic villain, like average schizophrenic villain. Um, and to me, Luther is like this cold, calculated, he's a really smart guy. He's very calm. And I saw like Eisenberg played it. I mean, not his fault, it's just who, how his acting is, but he's just jumpy and all everywhere. Um, so I hated him. Um, <laughs> sucked. I think the only good person I, I thought was okay was Holly, Holly Hunter, who was like the senator who got blown up. Wow. Like I thought she was maybe the only decent like actor in the job or yeah uh character in the, in the role because i don't know i just didn't really like anybody at all how about wonder woman um so again i don't really get the praise for her as well she didn't do much like i agree she did not she, she did not add much she was at all. The best part of the movie <laughs> i think she was so hot and that was a great part that doesn't make her character like great in the movie like yeah, absolutely i go agree 100 percent. she's so like She's so attractive, and like it's good when she's on the movie. But like it's weird. You kind of see her stealing a car. You see her at a party. You see her riding on a plane. You see her reading a USB drive, and then you see her jump into a fight at the end. It's just like, what is going on? Like, what? Why is this character here? Like, and uh, I felt like her theme was like really out of place as well when the music came on. It just didn't mesh well. Um, she's fine, I guess. Yeah, she's fine. Like, sure. But I, I wasn't like everyone's giving her all this praise. Oh my God, what a woman is so oh, awesome! Like, I, I don't see it. I, 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 I see it just like average. I'm actually more interested in her movie next year than any of the other DC properties. I thought she was probably one of the saving graces. It kind of came Small out of nowhere, though. Well, her character is the last part. Hang sure. Uh, I'm in relative agreement with with what you're saying, Anthony. Because I mean, when I say I liked her, I liked the way she looked. I was telling that earlier that once she started to move, I had right, to... Right, right. Hey, I don't disagree with that. Um, and I do think that, I mean, I'm convinced that she can carry an elegant Diana Prince. I'm convinced that she can look good as a Wonder Woman. The acting, I don't think we saw enough to really say whether or not she can, she can pull off um, dialogue to convince us about who Wonder Woman is. I don't think we saw that at all. Um, not and, neither. No, and I, I didn't really like any character... In either, the, the, but I did like Affleck in the sense that I felt he looked like a better Batman than all the ones I've seen before too. And I know that um, 
Uh, other than the characterization of Batman they chose to use for this movie, which I don't agree with at all. Yeah, you know, the older I like seeing him walk around as Batman. I actually like seeing him around, walking around as Bruce Wayne, but all the characterizations of Batman and Bruce Wayne I thought were completely off. In particular, um, the, the whole the fact that you can manipulate Batman Bruce Wayne so easily. True. Was, I know. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Uh, True. The fact that you made him a paranoid was yeah. thought really awful. True. I thought they took away a lot of um, maybe the top, maybe three out of the five things that make Batman Batman to me, including the killing people thing. So, right. Why was he shooting guns at people? Like I, I was just like, who is this guy? <laughs> that, actually, when I saw that part, I was, I was laughing myself. I thought, you know what? I think Nick Chorle actually like, like this part. part. See? I, like this. <laughs> I knew it. I'm glad you picked up a gun. I knew this part. See? I, I didn't like they. Took I away, knew it. I, they, they took away. They made it more. Yeah, the old school. They took away a lot of the hard work, like they did with the Christian Bale portrayal, like uh-huh. realism. But I did like the guns. Ah, I, I knew like, it. Real part. Is your Batman? See? I knew it. I was laughing in the theater to myself, saying, you know what? The thing that I don't like about this, I think Nick Chubb will totally, ex- uh, uh, totally enjoy it while he was smoking the fools in the car. I, I knew it. I was for that. I was for that. Yeah, you know, it makes for good action excitement, but in terms of just characterization, right, it's, right. it's really like, awesome. Yeah, and like one of the other things to add on to that is like, he might be like the worst detective. This fool oh, yeah. randomly stumbled down to <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was not clever. Device, it was like, it's not even fly. Uh, the device literally hangs off of a thing, and then, like, it's just like, what the oh, hell? But he goes into the EMC hard drive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or the, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, right. <laughs> very, very weak reasoning about, and I totally agree with that, like, and I walked out thinking, very weak reasoning of why all of a sudden you were so mad that you're going to go out and call out the man of steel and fight. Yeah. Like, no, well, not only fight, but no kill point. him. He wanted yeah, to right. murder him. Not yeah. even just reason with him or, like, control him. He wanted to murder him. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and that was, just did not feel like Batman. Yeah, very, very weak reasoning of why all of a sudden, okay, I got these newspaper clippings. That's what tipped me over the edge because I was already angry 90% of the movie. And now this just made me so angry that i got to go out and, and call out the Man of Steel and want to murder him. I'm like, there was no good motivation. I'm like, so he's not going to kill a bad guy like the Joker. Right. Why would he kill like a guy who's a superhero? Because he's a freak could potentially right. turn better, right? And, I mean, I get that Superman's manipulated. I was actually totally okay with that because that, oh my, okay, they captured a family member. He's in a situation. That's okay. That makes sense to me. That's why he has to go do this thing. But Batman yeah, calling him out, and I was like, what? You know, both Superman's identity in both the Man on this has been handled so badly. True. The, the whole protecting of his identity and his loved ones, there is no protection of, of, of any of it in either of the movies, and I think that's also disrespectful to the character. True. Um, Can I say in this in this movie, as well, does, like, secret identity mean nothing? It's like, it doesn't. It doesn't. I Bruce. I yeah, okay. yeah, it doesn't. We all know each other. Like, yeah. This is but, <laughs> and and you know what I was I was reading interviews with Snyder. He's trying to explain all the things that we dislike, right? So the the whole killing thing, right? And I told Dot and Kaida yesterday. It really kind of the more you read about his follow up interviews, the more you get upset at Snyder because he's just so woefully ignorant. I don't think he's contempt. He's just ignorant. He says, I, oh, I was trying to make that scene where Batman doesn't kill. I was really trying, and I just couldn't do it, so I went with it anyway. And I'm like, you didn't try hard enough. You spent a lot of time showing Batman, gleefully shooting down fools, grabbing a car by a cable, dropping a car on somebody. You didn't even try. You you, you took pleasure in, in you know setting up those scenes. So don't tell me you, you tried, right? Um, and then also, if you're talking about disrespect, what Doc said, I don't know if you guys remember this, but um, they actually killed Jimmy Olsen in the movie. <laughs> 
They ex- yeah, they executed yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, they, well, that was Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, exactly. The photographer? Yeah, and, and, you know, I read a follow-up interview, and I said, you know, people are saying, was that Jimmy Olsen? He said, yeah, that was, you know. Uh, we I didn't even realize that was him. Exactly. I didn't know either. I like so. that scene more now, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but talk about disrespect. You're, you know, I read the interview later on, and it's like, he's like, well, you know, we want to do something different with Jimmy, and we want to have a little fun with the character, so we decided to execute him. And I'm like, wow, really? Jimmy Olsen never dies ever in any of the things right now. No, but he's like an important character in the whole ethos of Superman. Superman's life, yeah. And to to have Snyder kind of casually be like, oh, we just wanted to have fun with him, so we'll just execute him like that. Well, he didn't say he wanted to have fun. He just said there wasn't enough space for all these characters to, like, make them a central part. So, so, so we have to, kill, so we have to execute it that way, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what he said. That's what he said. I'll, put, I'll throw him in to, like, that he has a part here, but he's going to die. Like, yeah, and that, to me, was, like, really it's lazy. It's lazy. It's lazy. Totally yeah. lazy. Either don't uh, have him so, in there or do something else with him. Yeah. There's I a, think, go ahead. Go ahead, Nick. Go, no, no, go ahead, Nick. As far as characters, are you guys to talk about Olsen? It doesn't matter. Because there's a characterization that I really didn't like. Uh, the most was the, was Alfred. I felt like they did him wow. wrong. I loved him actually. Because he was one of the, I felt like they're almost the same age. First of all, Alfred can be like a tough guy yeah, yeah. and all that. And I like he liked the TV show. I right. like that. I love oh, it. Yeah, Alfred. I'm awesome. Yes, but he's like scruffy looking. He's like dressed yeah. kind of sloppy. Jeremy Irons. Yeah, yeah. He's like sloppy. He's like scruffy. I'm like that's not Alfred. Well, Alfred was the comedic relief in this movie, which was already really really minimal. And but he was the, you know, I had this, the, yeah, he, they feel like, um, he's supposed to be like, you know, clean cut, he's a butler, he's right. like, you know, he's like his confidant and all that, but I, it's had him like his, it's his buddy, <laughs> like it's contemporary, like they went to school together, kind of buddy or something. Right, right, I get you. Yeah, I, I like how he's tapping on Bruce, but I get you. And I really wanted him to be a voice of reason, right? Yeah. In, 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 yeah. in contrast to uh, Bruce Wayne's paranoia, which is incredibly frustrating to me, right? Somebody, I think somebody already said that, how paranoid he was, and that might have been Kai. And, and I think and, he tried in the movie, but it wasn't as clear. I was telling Arthur that I, I was distracted because he looked so much like Robert Downey Jr. He looked <laughs> like an old Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> oh, well, exactly. Hey, check this out. I don't know if you guys see it. Here's a picture of him. That's, that's why he left him there. Tim painting a, a <laughs> goatee on him. <laughs> I, thought, I, I thought Iron Man was in this movie all of a sudden. <laughs> that's actually, I was like, Tony Stark and Bruce Wayne, no way. <laughs> he's doing these like, gadgets and right. the black ones. He's doing like electrical engineering stuff. I'm right. like, I'll be so but he's like, making quips like Robert Downey Jr. Totally. Too. I was like, I, I can't. I'm really having a hard time with this. I literally can't even. Right. You can't yeah. unsee that. You can't unsee that. No, you can't. You can't. Once you can't. Um, yeah, man, I, I didn't. I didn't particularly like anybody. I didn't even like the whole Clark and Lois sex scene in the pub. That was that a little weird. Amazing. That was stupid. That was played That was in. weird. That's like why his yeah. He goes from like so, sullen, sulky to like. So that's the problem. I don't think it's Cavill. It's the material he has to I work with. Right, it's yeah. insulting because yeah, the part that annoys me. Two things, and here's the surprise, Anthony, that, that really annoys me or actually angers me is, okay, the Senate scene. You know, he's about to say something, right? I'm like, okay, great. Let's get his position on things, right? Yeah. <laughs> the whole movie's talking about power responsibility. It blows up. Everybody dies around him. He just stands there crying. Okay, fine. He doesn't try to, like, Save see anybody. if anybody's alive. He doesn't try to... To help out with the destruction, he flies off and goes whines to his girlfriend like, "Oh, Lois, 
anything I do doesn't work anyway. Oh, woe is me. <laughs> I'm like, hello, who? Who is this character, right? That that actually really annoyed me, right? And you I was more upset about Zod's death than <laughs> that. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's <laughs> true. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, that really, I felt poor Henry, like, you know, it's like, what are you, there's no, he's kind of mopey and whiny and, and yeah. inefficient, right, in the whole movie. This is a character who's supposed to be inspiring. And the other very surprising thing, uh, which really, the more I think about it, really, really angered me is it's, and you hear that surprise tree, Anthony, maybe it's not a surprise, is the way they treat the Kents, Jonathan and Martha. Uh, yeah. um, so when I watched the trailer to this, um, they had that scene with Martha saying, you know what, um, do whatever you want. I'm paraphrasing, right? Uh, you don't owe these people anything, right? And I'm like, <laughs> okay, that rubbed me the wrong way watching it. I went to the theater, I watched the whole scene, didn't bother me as much, but I still felt uncomfortable. But then I went back and thought about it, like, you know what, that's still... Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why his dad taught him, right? Yeah. Like, that's why his so dad died. She's basically saying, you know what, um, Clark, do whatever the heck you want. If you want to help people, great. If you don't, it doesn't matter. Screw them anyway. You don't know right? what matters. <laughs> right. Screw them anyway. I'm like, oh, thanks a lot, Mom. Great advice. The other scene that really annoyed me was, angered me, is the whole Jonathan Kent thing. Tells a story about, hey, you know, we saved the farm. Um, you know, we helped out, but you know what? Our neighbors suffered because, you know, our, our actions had unintended consequences. Oh, well, I'm sorry, son. I miss you very much. Um, I wish you were here. Oh, Dad, I miss you too. Gee, thanks, Pa. Thanks for all the words of wisdom and advice here. Um, it's almost the same thing as when you told me back when you were alive, should I save those kids in the bus? Maybe, maybe not. And I'm like, really? You know, Jonathan and Martha Kent, the, you know, moral center of... Superman, the one he respects above all others, the one he goes to get guidance and wisdom, and basically one of them says, oh, it doesn't matter what you do, because um, it's, it's always going to hurt other people anyway, so don't bother, and the mom is saying, ah, do whatever the heck you want, um, whatever you feel like, because, you know, you don't want anybody anything anyway. Great <laughs> parenting it, advice, right? I guess that's that consistent, though, right? That's why that just, he doesn't care about anybody dying. He's That's just like, right. ah, whatever. Yeah, so, I mean, that, that whole mischaracterization of the Kents just angers me to no end for some reason. Right? It, it's like these are not characters that are very difficult to grasp, and they're so core to the character, but they just totally, like, you know, screwed it up. Well, that's the big yeah. problem. If you said, here are the characters in these mythologies, name the three things that you think make them who they are or brought them to where they were, I think they missed, like, almost all of them. Yep, agreed. And that's that's part of of the problem. It's it's as yep. though, you know, I was telling Arthur that you know it's one thing for them to want to say, hey, we want to take a story, modernize it, and kind of make it our own, but they went way beyond that, and have taken to a point where it's it's almost unrecognizable. Um, you know, Batman had a great um, hand-to-hand combat scene with a whole bunch of people, which was yeah. amazing. That was cool. Uh, Technically, it was cool. Yeah, yeah. the fight. That's like Arkham uh, City style. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. How, how fluid that fight scene was. That was awesome. You know, man, fight scenes are always better than Superman. Of course. Yeah, yeah. You've got to expect that. Yeah. Um, because he, he has to be technical, right? Exactly. Right. Um, but, you know, that's the whole thing about Zack Snyder's execution is, is like, you know, you're saying out there, he's a great technical director. But in terms of story, emotion, plot, um, he's got nothing. True. He's got nothing. Yeah, so I think we're finally getting to what I wanted to get to was that this, you could have made all these changes and you, it would have been, I mean, it wouldn't have been as, like, 
you know, accurate to the characters, but the story, does none of it make sense. Like, it just totally, none of it, none of it makes sense. Like, and that's what really, like, irritated me the most, is, like, if you put a cohesive story together, okay, I'll look past some things, but none of this is cohesive. It's just going through motions, and none of it makes sense. I feel yeah. like the like, breaking is, you know, the guy at the end, the, the bad guy, Doomsday, was yeah. kind of, like, random. It just kind of... Yeah, I have yeah. a question. That's, that makes them, right? Like, is that a thing you randomly read? makes them, like... Is yeah. that how it happens in the comic book? Is that how it gets made? That's not how it happens. Is that even a... Is uh, that so, Doomsday was created um, on Krypton, and I think he was just dating on Earth for many years, and, and I'm totally abridging it, but he somehow... there's some Something happened and accidentally released him. But in the movie, he makes him from Zod's body, right? Yeah, they use Kryptonian technology. Um, Blue Thor manipulated the ship to help create and use, you know, Zod material, DNA material, and, you know, pseudoscience and, and, and did that. Which, actually, that's probably one of the few things I liked about that. I'm like, okay, that shows that Lex is actually pretty smart. He's able to grasp, you know, technologies and do something with it. I'm not saying it was clearly articulated, but... I thought it was kind of bad because you know. he got access to the Kryptonian ship and realized it can do cloning and decided, hey, I've got the body. Yeah. Let's go ahead and make a monster out of it. Yeah, I mean, and that happened in the span of like five to seven minutes. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, how did he figure that out? <laughs> how did he even figure out that was even a capability? And then right? he didn't explain that at all. How many years past Man of Steel is this? Do you guys know? One, one, two, so one or two at most. He basically so eighteen months, right? No, yeah, it was, it was a it was a year and a half. In the yeah. beginning, it said one and a half years later. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And he he basically did the equivalent of wax copying somebody's fingerprints to get past the security system. <laughs> which, which up to that point, I don't think anybody who had a ship in their possession was able to do. I mean, it's just kind of really weak. I, and he gets in there and says, hey, you can clone? Let's, let's do something here. Well, he basically absorbed all of Kryptonian knowledge in that five- to seven-minute period and then cloned. Like, well, they, they were saying that the scene is longer. Yeah, they, they, uh, the Snyder did say like he had more cuts where that scene was supposed to be longer and explains it more, but, you know, regardless, right? So. Well, you guys might get your chance to see that when they quit the four-hour or three-hour. <laughs> <But laughs> honestly, though, honestly though, I, I think that these are nitpicks, right? Uh, back to the what Dot was saying with the mischaracterization of Batman and Superman. Yeah. It it was just unrecognizable, almost. I mean, how they were completely unable to communicate or understand each other. Oh, like, it, 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 it it blew my mind. Like it, yeah. I could not believe how long. And how much they misunderstood each other. Yeah. Um, I think it really capped it when Superman, remember when he was like, uh, well, I better go talk to Batman. I need to go work with him or I'm going to have to kill him. Yeah. That's me too. I'm right. He, he flies to him. He, he, he flies to Batman and he starts to say something like, hey, man, uh, let me explain something to you. <laughs> and that's the extent of how much he tries to, he tries to, he tries to de-escalate, right? Right. Yeah. Beyond that point, he, he's just trying to beat the crap out of Batman, which is completely uncharacteristic of Superman, right? Superman, yeah, he just have, pushed him, like, oh, just push you at the well, thousand yards. Why would you push like, him? He should have said, hold up, my mom is in trouble. Or just say, right. hold <laughs> up, I'm a good guy, let's talk. Like, yeah, and all of that, that, we're talking about as soon as he goes to Batman, he goes like, okay, just hold on. Yeah. Dig up my mom. That's I all need, he had to say. Like, right, first exactly. Thing. I need first, help. Yeah. He did like a flick, he flicked him like a thousand yards, like, right, boom. Like, <laughs> both, both Batman and Superman resorted to violence first, which ne neither of them would do that. 
True. Yeah. Right. They would neither of them would would resort would resort to murder or even violence first. You know, I was really looking forward to how they're going to do this because I thought, you know, Big Tide's movie is going to be well thought out, well intelligent. <laughs> like I've read some stories in the past where Batman was able to get a one up on Superman, and it was basically psychological and never really physical. Right. And I was like, hey, yeah, there is a way that Batman can be Superman. Let's see how they do it here. And when they finally did it here. The motivations were so poor. The communication was so bad. Yep. Um, the manipulating of Batman was just awful. Um, that, that I, I, I have zero faith in the combination of Goyer and Superman. I feel good about Goyer as, an, as a writer for comic book properties. Yeah. Um, and Snyder, I just have zero faith in now, completely. So sure. it, it was, again... Technically and visually interesting to watch. That's one of the reasons why I don't absolutely, absolutely, absolutely hate the movie because it offers some value. Yeah. But I would never have wanted to see the movie, and if I hadn't seen it, I would have regretted it. But, but you know, Dot, even though visually it looked pretty cool, mm-hmm. by the 50th mega explosion, my eyes were hurting. <laughs> like, I was just like, no way. I, there, there was a point in time where Nick and I just looked at each other, yeah. After, like, yeah. I don't know, another big explosion with huge shockwaves. I, I, I just looked at Nick, and I was just like, really? Like, did like they that. just do that again? Like, did they just blow up another city block? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you on that, because I've often believed that, um, you know, right. good, good artwork in a comic book can never cover for a bad story. Yeah. But, but mediocre art, visually, with a brilliant story, always wins. Yeah, I yeah. agree. And it's the same thing here. For me, it only worked out okay because I go to movie theaters to use it. Well, my senses. And I just thought the sound was amazing. The movie. But here's the. You, you can, can you guys hear me well? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, as much as I want to say that Zach might have his technical chops, I feel like we're at a day and age where. Being able to do all these technical special effects isn't impressive anymore. It's just not. You know, back in the day when Michael Bay was technically kind of the more prevalent one in providing these types of entertainment, it's just, it's now become a, you know, tried and no longer true archetype of just making shitty movies. Right. I mean, I, at least I'm getting to a point where I'm not even going to really say anymore that visually speaking, a movie's even worth watching unless it's like unique in a certain aspect. Because to me, I thought a lot of the context and choreography for this movie in terms of action was actually pretty awful. <laughs> Namely, like besides the Batman scene, everything else is stupid. Like I didn't like any of it. Like, it's just, you're going to waste an entire movie and that's going to be your one selling point? It was, I don't even want to give them that, to be honest. Like, you're right, too. You know what? I would never recommend somebody go see this movie just because I thought it looked visually stimulating. Okay. Mm-hmm. I would never do that. Oh, not for that reason, though. No, no. But that's the only reason why I give it more credit than I probably should. Because I did enjoy it visually. I, I would have agreed with you there. Yeah. Some of the visual stuff was cool. I think, I think that's the one I read where... At the end, Batman fakes his death, right? That's when kind of years in the Yeah, that's how returns. Yeah, it has the same mask and all that. <laughs> oh, just kidding. Go ahead. No, you're good. Oh. I, 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 I just gave this book to him. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Never mind. Nothing, nothing. Anyways, the visuals. I'm surprised you read it. Good for you. Yeah, that's, the, that's why I want kind of the visuals of the mask and all that were from that, and I, I kind of brought all that back to it, which sure. was cool. But you're right, the, the, the 
the fight scenes and all that, I mean, they weren't enough to like. No, they're not enough. Right. Sure. And and the things that were the saving grace for me, just to say enough that you know, you guys know I'm pretty easygoing, but you know, I found it hard to just disagree with some of the stuff. But the stuff that at least was saving grace for me was okay. I, I think Wonder Woman was just fine. I like the characterization of, of Affleck. I was genuinely surprised that they actually killed off Superman in this movie. Um, I was surprised that they were able to keep this under wraps in terms of spoilers. So when they actually, I'm, now, not that the death means anything, right? Because, you know, we all know he's going to come back in later movies. But I was actually surprised that they actually did the death of Superman story in this movie. I was like, oh, wow, they actually killed him. I'm they didn't like, like five stories. Yeah, yeah, no like, yeah, I was like, I wasn't wild, but I was surprised, right? So there's a difference. Um, and the geek side of me was like, oh, look at that. They, they created the panel from um, this, this scene in Dark Knight Returns. So when he had the gun shooting the guy holding the, the flamethrower, right? He's, and he goes, oh, I'm going to kill her, man. I, believe me, I actually repeated to my friend next to me, I believe you. And then Affleck says, I believe you. I'm like, there it is. And that's that scene exactly from the Dark Knight Returns book where he does the same thing. And another scene where Superman's floating in space, you know, all half beaten, beaten mm -hmm. up. Yeah. And he has to regenerate from the sun. That was actually taken from the Dark Knight Returns. So for me, part of the fun was just seeing the Easter eggs. So that, I think, kind of makes this movie somewhat better for me because if I turn off all the issues, really look at it from an Easter egg perspective, I'm like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. They took that panel. Or, uh, yeah. oh, they're Cyborg, and um, the guy playing Cyborg's dad, by the way, is the same scientist that played um, Terminator 2. Yeah, who was, right. was the Skynet, um, who was the, the Sky scientist creator. the Skynet creator. I'm like, oh, they used him to play Skyborg, Cyborg's dad, and that's kind of cool. They probably did that on purpose. Um, and there's a mother box. And so I, I like those Easter egg things. That, that was pretty funny. I mean, and then there was a couple other Easter eggs that caught my eye as well. Like in, in the newsroom, uh, what's his name? Lawrence Fishburne? Right? His, right. Uh, Perry. Um, Perry, right? Um, he, was, he mentioned something about how, like, you know, stop chasing this news story. For all you know, it's a phantasm, right? Ah. It, which is a draw to, uh, you know, the mask of the phantasm that from the animated Batman movie. Ah. And uh, during one of the scenes when they were at the docks, I don't know if you saw it in the background, but the, the port, the name of the port was um, Nicholson. As in, like, oh, okay. Jack Nicholson, uh, oh, you know, of course, of Joker fame. Yeah. Uh, I got a question. So, I, is it, do you know how they call them metahumans? Is that a thing ever from any of the books, or did they rip that off? Because it, I thought um, like they were kind of playing on the mutant theme. No, I well, think that actual thing. Anybody with, with a, augmented with they, some kind of power. They kind of go, at least in, the, the, in the DC universe, it's always, like, either metahuman or superhuman. Oh, yeah. they do. Okay. It, it's pretty... They don't really have a standard. No, and I don't think the name carries any weight. In yeah. It. It's just a title or right. a label. It's not like mutants who are like, you know, the Jews. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a form of powers, right, in the Marvel Universe. It's very specific. So, um, But any other thoughts around, you know, things that you – I mean, the whole plotting was, of course, there's issues, right? So, But I think some of the scenes that they put in there belonged elsewhere, like the whole nightmare sequence – all the Easter egg stuff should, probably should have been at the end, right? Mm -hmm. the, the geek fanboy side of me enjoys it for, for what it is. Mm -hmm. But if I was walking in as a casual, I'd be like, what the heck is this about, right? And I think a lot of audiences are like that. They're like, well, what is this about? This makes no sense at all. Um, they didn't have the plot thing anyway, right? kind of high. Yeah, it's like, well, why am I watching this hallucination scene, and what are these flying things running around, and why is Superman ripping off my mask? And uh, <laughs> it, it made no sense, but... The comic geek and I are like, oh, there's the new god. There's uh, potentially Darkseid. Oh, that's kind of neat, you know, <laughs> uh, that kind of stuff.
I felt like the dream sequences were an excuse to not have to explain anything intelligently. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, one thing I mentioned, Ronald, I felt like they really went overboard to make sure that you know in the audience that people aren't getting hurt. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they're fighting, but everyone's gone home for the day. They're living in the city, and then right. they land like, oh, good thing that building was evacuated. They <laughs> yep. They constantly, like, I don't know how many, this is like three or four times, they constantly, like, right. and there's no one there where they are right now when they're fighting. Right, because if you think about it logically from plot-wise, right, they were in Metropolis first, the Kryptonite Spears in Gotham, so wouldn't it have been easier for him to fly back and grab the spear and go back to Metropolis Instead what? of trying to lure this guy to this place that you might not be able to do in order to fight him, right? Was, was it just me or did they make, like, it seemed like Metropolis and Gotham were, like, right next to They, they, they did that on purpose. Like, Jersey and New York, yeah. right? They did that on purpose, yes. Okay, like, San Francisco like, and Oakland. You know? Yeah, but they're supposed to be, like, Chicago and New York, aren't they? Yeah. Like, far, they're far supposed away. to be very, very far away. They intentionally made it, uh, like, sister cities on purpose. Uh, and, and I'm okay with that. That's not a big deal. They wanted to contrast, like, you know, light, city of lights and city of darkness, that kind of thing. I'm okay with it, but I would have preferred it the way you're saying it, Nick, because right. having the miles between you, um, I think in terms of the Batman and Superman mythos, is you have to have space between the two cities. Otherwise, it's mm -hmm. too easy to simply just cross over. And they should be cross business. Yeah. 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 Been, yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, plot-wise, when you're saying, like, oh, they made it a big emphasis of making sure there's no people around, like, yeah, you're going to try to lure this guy into an uninhabited place. Wouldn't it just be easier to get back and get this weapon, fly back, and then try to kill him where he is? Yeah, he might do collateral damage, but it's simpler, yeah. you know? Um, so, yeah, it, it's very interesting. Um, yeah. And for Man of Steel, I don't even think that was, to me personally, the problem with all the destruction, because I've seen it in the books, I've seen it in the animation, I've seen the movies. I think the problem was always for me is they don't show Superman even trying to save people. Whether he fails or succeeds or not, that's a different thing, right? He's not even trying. He's all about the fight. I just got to fight, 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 fight. And uh, I'm not even care about rescuing anybody. Um, and I thought in this movie they would sort of at least redeem him a little bit, but, you know, they didn't really. So. You know, when, when he was out saving people, it didn't feel like he was doing it out of the kindness. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, even when they're, like, all happy. Right. Yeah. 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 Like kind of like, just like solemn. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, I gotta, I gotta leave soon. But uh, could I give my final review? Sure. Yes. Yes. Please do. All right. So uh, <laughs> I didn't like this movie. <laughs> Uh, as you all know, I told you guys not to pay for it, and I'm very disappointed Ronald and Nick did, but Ronald did use the AMC Oh, wait, did you bootleg like the sucker? I know. I, I, had to, I had to pay for it because that's the way I can watch it. you want to see yeah. like, the full price, make sure you get a matinee or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, I didn't like the story. I didn't really care for the characters that much. Um, uh, editing was dumb. Um... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I didn't, really, I, I didn't really like this movie. I didn't like this movie. Like, I, oh, Ronald, remember I told you like the first five minutes in, I gave a big like, what the fuck? Like, it was that bad scene where I, he's like being he lifted flew, off the ground. Flew. Yeah, I, I, had I mean, seen, I know he says it's a dream. I, I like, know he says it's a dream. Oh, but it's just right. Like, I forgot oh, about that. Now I didn't remember that either. That was nuts. 
It was a dream, right? Yep. <laughs> I was so mad. I looked at Christina. I was like so mad. Thing. But I thought that was yeah. so weird. I was like, they ruined it already. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It was already. <laughs> <laughs> um, I forgot about that. Wow. I did. Yeah. There was so much other stuff that went on after that. that anyway. And, yeah. Uh, um, so, good parts. Like, I did enjoy, like, the first, I think, 20 minutes of the movie where they're it was kind of cool how they, yeah, they they showed you know Bat or Superman fighting Zod from far away, yeah. um, and then it kind of just went down out of that. I'm gonna give it like I'm gonna give it some like you already saw my Twitter score. I'm giving it a four out of ten, but uh, <laughs> I'm gonna give it points for uh, because yeah, there's some historical you know you know coolness to seeing Batman and Superman on, on screen and Wonder Woman all together, and um, you can kind of see the beginning of a potential for something bigger, which is kind of cool. Uh, uh, so, but it's probably the worst movie I've seen in theaters in a very long time. <laughs> oh, wow. Yep, I would agree with that. Um, I don't care watch bad movies in theaters. Like, I just won't. Like, I don't want to support it. And so, wow. this, because this is such a big cultural, like, you know, thing, I paid four bucks for it and I still feel bad. Wow. Oh, dang. Okay. You think this is worse than Star Wars, the uh, Totally. The Force Awakens? No, the, the, the Phantom Menace? Phantom Menace. Oh, that's yeah. Phantom Menace? I'd rather watch Phantom Menace than this. Wow. Okay. Uh, that was my gauge for, like, the first <laughs> movies I paid for. Well, obviously, <laughs> I would, too. <laughs> that's hard, actually. That's why I was like, it's, it's very, that's hard. I, I actually think this one's better than Phantom Yeah. Hey, Anthony, are you in a warehouse? What's going on? Uh, I'm in a studio. We have a, we have a small studio, and so uh, uh -huh. I'm hiding in here, so I don't get in trouble for not working. <laughs> <laughs> hiding in here. <laughs> anything, anything else you want to comment about, whether it's the movie or the characters or, or anything else? Oh, yeah, so one last thing. A couple of that, uh, the, 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 I guess the, the movie I'm looking forward to the most is probably Batman solo film because Ben Affleck is directing it and I think he's an incredible director. Um, um, but I think Ronald and I talked about this. Is like This movie was really to uh, they want to make it, this is like a universe film, kind of like how Age of Ultron did, like a, they added some scenes in there, just felt like, oh, it's for later movies. And I don't really, not really a fan of that, because I think movies should be more self-contained uh, a lot more. And, and if you're going to explain something in the future, at least like, explain it to the audience so that people who, who aren't like big comic nerds like us, you know, understand a little bit what's going on. Uh, so, yeah.
He said, but they're making movies, and people are going with their wallet, and it's making money, so that means we're going to get more. Right. And I, I believe, like he did, as long as they keep making movies and keep trying, that's what's most important. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I'm with a lot of you guys where, you know, I told Arthur, I said, you know, plan the next one for the Justice League movie like a month out, because I want to see what the reviews come in, because quite frankly, if the reviews aren't good, I simply do not want to, do, want to go see it, even if I miss the podcast for it. Because you know, you're voting with your wallet. I'd rather say my vote is don't make any more if you're going to keep making like this. You know? And yeah. So let me make sure I put this in before Anthony leaves, right? Because I know Kai and Don has heard this. Um, and this is a totally different angle, right? But I read this um, later on, and I totally agree with it. And Ronald, you know what I'm, you know, I mentioned this to you briefly. But I find it very, very sad that um, they've made a movie about two of the most iconic characters and the superhero characters in the world, with the exception of maybe Spider-Man, right? Two of the biggest characters in the world. You've marketed it to children, but you've made a movie that is either in a, is inappropriate for young children, for the next generation of fans, because they'll either be bored to death or scared because it's so intense and so negative and so dour. And I was reading all these interviews or, or sure. things, and people are coming in, and they brought their kids, and I'm not saying all children can't watch it, right? But a lot of the consensus was they brought their kids and they were either bored out of their mind or they were like, this is just too much. I'm not liking this. This is too intense. I'm, I'm scared. I'm sad. Take me out of this. I don't want to watch this anymore. And I'm like, wow, you know, you've made a movie that is inaccessible. Mm -hmm. um, or not inaccessible, but totally inappropriate for your next generation of, uh, of you know, fans with using characters that – realistically are for all ages, if not for kids. Not to say that adults can't enjoy them, but they're really built for kids. You've locked them out. And when Ben Affleck says himself, I'm not going to take my nine-year-old son to even watch this movie. Wow, that's, 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 that's telling a lot. His, nine, his boy is like nine years old, right? And you are the star of the movie, you know, and you won't even take your own son. Marvel doesn't have this problem, right? You can take kids and adults, and they all seem to enjoy it. And presumably WB wants to, you know, have children get an interest in their characters and grow up and, and be the fans, but you've now created a movie that pretty much shut them out, right? And that's a totally different angle I didn't realize until I was reading this stuff afterwards. I'm like, you know what? That's a really good point, and it's sad. You just it's, made me realize really something bigger than that is that they're not creating any superheroes that any kid should be looking up to. Good point. That, that's, Absolutely. I think, the bigger story here. Um, Absolutely. And every single MCU hero, yep. you can say there's a redeeming quality, and I can aspire to that. Agreed. But I can't aspire to Superman, I can't aspire to this Batman, and I wouldn't want my kids to use him as a model. That's a really good point. And the other thing, too, is that what's, other, what's sad about this whole thing, too, is that it, it, it's sad for fans of particularly Superman, uh -huh. who I think will feel this is a really sad representation. Yep. And any kids or next generation who thinks this is the Superman they want to get behind, I think that's sad also. Yeah. In both directions, it's, it's a complete fail. True. And, yeah. Uh, I think it's unfortunate. I think this movie is harder for big Superman fans than Batman. So I'm a big Batman fan, so wasn't it harder? Right, exactly. I never was a big Superman fan anyway. So, and Batman's portrayal was he turned out better. good, but like Ben Affleck did a good job with them, so I wasn't that disappointed. Well, this is a Batman movie, really. I know, it's, and, but I think sad is when you get to sad is the biggest thing. For me, it's kind of disappointing, right? Because there's two huge characters, and they, they have so much potential, mm -hmm. and then Marvel's at the bar like so high, yeah. and they did so well that. I think they I think they rush well, reports that rush. Marvel understands their characters. Right? They do. DC Completely. does not. Um, so it's not just the execution of the movie. They it's don't not want DC, that's why, right? It's not like a DC. Well, they don't understand their own characters, which is really sad. And and Ronald, you know, like 
sorry, I don't, uh, I don't mean to dominate, but um, this is, again, I, I wanted to bring this up with you real quick, and I know I kind of rag on you for um, not watching the DC TV stuff, right? But I was thinking about this after you ranted to me last night about this, and I'm thinking, you know, um, you're so upset about the whole, you know, DC universe and the movies. If you watch the DC TV side of things, it'll totally change your mind. And yeah, there is melodrama, and yeah, there is cheese on TV side, and sometimes the things are a little bit on the nose, but you know what? On the television side for DC, they have heart, right? They have heart, they love the characters, they respect the material, and, and they really put themselves out there, and it's a, a totally drastic change from, you know, if you go and watch, say, Arrow or Flash or Supergirl, you're like, wow, these guys just totally get it. Um, you know, not that they don't have problems, but it's like far and away from what you're seeing from, you know, the DC movie side of things, right? So I only rag on you for that because, you know, you should be watching the television stuff if you really want to <laughs> honestly. But after watching this movie, maybe that's the kicker to kind of push you over the edge because you're like, you know what, I'm not getting my DC fix in the movie universe. Maybe i got to go pay attention to the TV because, you know, yeah, there's melodrama, there's cheese, but hey, you know what? They have the heart, and that's most important, in my opinion. I believe it. I believe it. This movie was so bad. I would rather watch Flash or, you know, even even Arrow. I, and I and I did watch the first season of Arrow. I I just couldn't get past it. It was just, I don't know, acting, production quality, mm -hmm. the lines were a bit too <laughs> cheesy for me to <laughs> right. well, to watch, take. Watch the Flash. <laughs> okay. Say. All right. All right. I, I will watch the Flash. Yeah, Arthur is pretty forgiving, and, you know, I think you two, um, you guys are both two of the more forgiving guys in this, this podcast, <laughs> but you guys are, are, you know, you're still pretty soft. I think it's, it's yeah, true. even you give it, but the fact that you say there's things you actually hated, which I've never heard you say in a podcast for, is, is very telling. Yeah. And then I've never, <laughs> you know, I, I'm just, I've never heard Ronald come out and say he just... Yeah. Oh, so you should have seen me last night when I was, I was, when I was texting with with Arthur. I mean, I was angry. I was shocked. I'm like, Ron, I thought Ron, I thought Anthony was texting me. I'm like, wait, is this Anthony? So let me give my final thoughts here, and then and then and uh, and I'll give my my final um, score yes, as well. Please. So I, regardless of you know all these nitpick things that we we were um, talking about, like um, I don't know the. The visual storytelling or, or even like the pacing and things like that i think fundamentally it was flawed because um they got superman and batman's character all wrong like dot was saying right if you narrowed it down to three characteristics of each of these two characters um they missed all three mm -hmm. right uh the world's greatest detective was not such a great detective right? <laughs> superman who is who is so kind and gentle that he holds back his power yeah. Um, in order to protect other people, right. he, he was just, I mean, he, he was just so willing to fight Batman. I, I couldn't believe it. Like, it was, <laughs> wow, you were already, you're throwing punches at this guy. I, I couldn't believe it. You know, um, he just felt, he, he felt kind of crazy. Actually, actually, they both felt kind of crazy. Like, it's almost like red kryptonite and, um, I don't know, like paranoia Batman, right? Uh, took over. It's, it's almost like alternate universe kind of kind of feeling, um, in, in a sense, right? Uh, and I could not forgive that. There was just I thought maybe the first one third of the movie was going to be them arguing and disagreeing and fighting, and then they would figure it out, and then they would be on the same team fighting together. I thought that that's what they were going to go go at, but 
they actually didn't even realize that they were in the end they're they're trying to do the same thing they didn't realize that till like the last 10 20 minutes when they were fighting uh lex luther and uh and um doomsday martha right <laughs> martha. <laughs> and and they realized that they both had the same uh their moms had the same name like wow that that's what it took for yeah. him to realize that hey this guy is very powerful but he's not the one i should be fighting yeah yeah um so with with that i mean it i, I think it sets up a very very bad precedence yeah. for the future movies in dc i mean it's these ego driven versions of batman and superman that mm-hmm. i really don't care for uh so i actually give this movie like a two or three Whoa. two and a half Dang. I am so pleased to hear you say that. I mean, really, the only things that I enjoyed in this movie was the Batman rescue scene. Uh, I thought that was really well choreographed. Yeah. That That was pretty nice. I was telling Arthur, though, I, I disagreed on the sheer sense that if Superman just went after himself and he done faster and cleaner, maybe with less death. Oh, went after his mom? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it took Batman, like, a minute to figure out where... Well, it's because, you know, he's a known entity because he's being expected by the, the crowd, so he can't risk his mom's life. So Batman was an unknown entity, and he can arguably rescue somebody better. Um, so Why didn't Lex just, when he saw that the fight wasn't ending with the death, just kill the mother? What was he waiting I don't for? know if he was watching. See, I don't think he had his eyes he's on the, the call. Fight. Yeah, he's waiting for the call. And that little comic relief. Which like yeah. one of the only common right. police parts of the, it felt so inappropriate. Like when she almost gets burned to death and she's like, Oh I, I got that you like he's like, oh, I'm your friend. Yes, that was completely like, inappropriate. Yeah, I think I'm your son, buddy. And I'm like, oh, that's so uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, she burned alive and yeah, yeah. there hasn't been any humor through the whole movie and there's like this right. one like I'm like True. What a movie. Wow, two, Ronald. Man, yeah. that's the first for you. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was bad. It was bad. I, I wanted to leave, actually. Um, wow. You wanted your money back. I wanted my money back. And yeah. see, Ronald is, I will say, he's a DC fan yeah. first, right? Yeah. Like, I will, you know, I love both Marvel and DC, but if I had to pick one, I will need more term Marvel because that's, I'm more of a Marvel guy, but I love DC. So to have Ronald say this means a lot because he's, you know, he would. I, I think, yeah, you're more of a DC guy than a Marvel guy, right? So this, so is because, all, this is really hurting for you. Because the Marvel movies have been so good lately, I mean, honestly, I've actually been reading more Marvel comics lately. Wow. Um, and it's a big influence because of how good the movies are, and I want to know more about the characters before I go into the movies. So I'm, I've been reading more Marvel than DC. Wow. Um, and at this rate, I mean, yeah. <laughs> if, if the movies influence the uh, DC comic books at all oh man that's gonna be bad well you know what the good news is that if, if the early reviews of civil war are good you can use that to cleanse your palate yeah oh, I'm, I'm stoked for civil war i mean that looks amazing that movie yeah that, that that one's making critics praise a movie like i haven't heard in a while yeah really yeah same here it's, it's unbelievable the right. preliminary reviews just right. unbelievable everything about it i mean they're saying wow this is amazing everything is earned well balanced well structured fight choreography, something like we've never seen before. Hmm. And, you know, it's I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, to the point where you don't even hear them nitpicking at me. Right. 
Yeah. Anyway, we're getting off topic. Nick, right. let's hear your Yeah, the voice of the ignorant masses. Mm. I want to hear this. He's okay. not so ignorant in this case. Yeah, true. Well, I'm very ignorant of the whole Superman side of it. I mean, I just know the character. <laughs> I know a bit of the Batman. I like the WB cartoons a lot. Yep. Um, for me, the movie, yeah, a lot of it felt really forced. Like, they were just trying to push, they weren't using it as the biggest kids to push the characters together. Kind of like the Age of Ultron, like the scenes where they just, like, you know, why they do that? Mm. So, um, the redeeming parts of it were were um, the Batman, the fight scenes. Man, I, even though that that's totally uncharacteristic for them, in the that scene where Superman and Batman are fighting, when Batman is like punching Superman around, I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I knew it. He's like, I knew it. Uh, that was the one thing I noticed. That it was the only thing that could mess up Superman's hair. He could be in a windstorm, he could be on fire. <laughs> as soon as Superman did his hair, like, messed up on the Overall, I think, I, I mean, I still, I didn't not like it as much, I think, as a Superman fan. So I, I give it maybe, like, a five and a half. Okay. Uh, I still thought it was okay. I, the one thing that I thought was, you know, I like that Superman died, and I know this is, like, would be totally wrong, but I kind of think it would be a really good movie if, like, you know, Batman. That's Justice League. Oh, man. <laughs> so, so, so sort of Wolverine and the X-Men type? Yeah, well, that's why actually you may like, because that's what they're, that's what Snyder said. Yeah. He's assembling the Justice League in the new movie. Under Batman. Under Batman. Yeah. And I think he's doing a Samurai 7 style. And he's kind of like an Iron Man type of character, and he's a little darker, but and as long as they're going off the, the characterizations, I think that'd be a really good movie. It's like Batman Justice League. That type thing. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, That's just my opinion, though. I, I think I'd like that. I think uh-huh. even mass fans would like that. Um, but yeah. Okay. So do you want to see Bat- Batman to my Justice League? <laughs> yes. Batman, I would rather watch that than the Justice League, like a regular Justice League. Like um, a, a one that's kind of... Because they, they obviously they can't do it right, you know? I'd rather than see just go off script totally and do something like... <laughs> totally wrong and just embrace it. Because, like, the, the Batman and Superman uh, thing they did here was one that felt kind of like forced. It didn't feel very natural. Right. Hey, are you guys still there? Can you guys hear me? Yep. Alright, I'm over to hang up the phone, but before everybody logs off, I want to re- remind everybody that Kai said that he he said that Civil War was going to be a bad movie. Remember that. That's the <laughs> right, right. Age of Ultron podcast. <laughs> He said he has no face in Marvel. I'm going to remember that. Before we watch it, you guys remember that he said that, all right? I was yeah, all right. Kind Thank you for reminding us. What does Kai know, right? Kai like Phantom Menace. You know, yeah. a lot of us in here are almost twice his age. Yeah. And, and I know that I, I have actually complete confidence that it was, this, and this is off topic real quick, but Civil War is going to be better than the book because the book wasn't that great anyway. So. Yeah. The one that only that, improved. Was that the only the one you gave me that was Civil War. Uh, yeah, I gave you Civil War. I have Civil War. I have your Civil War. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's not even directly based, so I wouldn't worry about missing anything. It's all thematic. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, anything else, Ronald and uh, or Anthony on the phone? You gave your rating. Oh, I didn't give a number. Yeah, yeah. What was your rating? Yeah, your I thought? I would probably. You know, from a final thought perspective, we say this about comic book movies all the time. Um, it's a missed opportunity. 
Right. And you say it because they decide to make movies because they're properties that, that they know people love in some form or another. Right. And, again, they miss the themes or they, they, they decided to not utilize what already worked um, and just went in another direction that, that isn't very good, quite frankly. Um, I am not worried for the DC Universe. I think it's nearly dead in the movies here and that they're going to have to take extremes uh-huh. to correct it or they're going to do well with the next movies, but still it will never tie back clingy to these. In spite of itself. Exactly. In yeah. Spite of like, yeah, like you were saying, in spite of itself. Like, they'll make money, sure. They'll make a reboot. No, they'll be successful in spite of themselves. No. Uh, by the way, I think somebody said that, you know, with Superman dead, that might be a ploy to kill off Clark or the need to deal with the Clark story or character uh, in the larger Justice League movies, whatever. Um, but no, I, I didn't like the movie... Uh, really, I didn't hate it as much as I thought, which is why I'll probably give it like a 4.6. Okay, wow. <laughs> um, but I do think that you know, right. um, Ronald's 2 is really much more appropriate. But I, I, And I also admit that the reason I just didn't hate it all the other one was because I already started to let go of the fact that I'm never going to see my Superman or my Batman. <laughs> but they are mine. It doesn't have to be everybody else's. But I was entertained by the sound quality and, and the visual. And the dialogue wasn't good, but it wasn't so horrible that I was cringing the whole time. Certain things that I said, they said, you know, were definitely bad, but I didn't think it was, like, miserable. Mm-hmm. So um, I get a bit of, of credit in those spaces. But, you know, 4.6. Okay. Yeah. There were some cringe-worthy scenes, though. There really were. Like the Jolly Ranger scene? That was... Oh, that <laughs> was. Yeah. Well, even the part where she realizes she's drinking piss, I didn't really like either. Right. And I thought that was uncalled for. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was crass to the point that was unnecessary. And it doesn't help to build Luther as a competent villain. Yeah. 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 Good point. True. Okay. So that that's it. I mean, I could I could hate on probably every single scene I saw, uh, other than Batman's fight scene. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So I, I'm. This is like you know, I'm very mixed feelings because there's things I hated, like what I mentioned. There's things that I liked, and then there's some stuff that kind of surprised me. I'm sort of in the middle. So I'm being really, really generous because <laughs> I, I would say a six, barely just <laughs> over half because, okay, we are seeing the two icons on the screen. I thought I did like Wonder Woman a lot. I thought she was one of the few saving graces. I liked all the comic book geeky stuff, right? I liked the technical choreography of, of things. I thought, like you said, Affleck was good as Batman, aside from his bloodthirstiness and the whole branding thing, which is ridiculous. I liked that. See, I knew Nick would love it. <laughs> I knew he would love that. I knew that was wrong, but I liked it. I, every time I, wa- I saw that stuff, I'm like, oh, there's that, Nick Choi's going to like that. I was very disappointed in the end Nick Choi's going to like that. I thought he was going to brand his face. <laughs> I thought it was absolutely horrible that we even saw him holding the brand. Right. I just thought that looked awful. Okay. See, every time I saw those things, I didn't agree with them. So I liked I liked Affleck when he was playing Batman. Yeah. I think he was mischaracterized, and the plot was ridiculous. But the things where he was running toward danger and wanting to rescue people. All right. I like that. That's good. I, I did like that too. Like that. It was silly that he has to call his employees and say, "Guys, you can leave the building now." <laughs> I'll do like hey, everyone. He says, "Go." Yeah. It's like <laughs> wow. Like I need my boss's uh, permission to, to leave the building when I know that's all collapsing from these superpowered beings. But you know, uh, or that they use that character who we have no idea who he is right. to sort of build uh, his, yeah, his yeah. hatred. Right. Right. So you know, there's weird things that are in the movie, but it's these other small things that sort of barely keep it up for me. I, I hated the whole Martha and Jonathan Kent thing. I don't know, for some reason, that just, anno- just 
angers me to no end, um, how they just totally dropped the ball on that. Um, I feel sorry for Cavill. I really do, because I, I thought he did a little bit better. Like, they showed him at least doing something, but it's sad. Um, so that's why I, I give it sort of like a six, barely over the edge. I don't think it's as horrible as some people are putting it. I think, I think there is some uh, ridiculous extremism in terms of, oh, this movie's worse than the Fantastic Four. Come on now, okay? I don't even believe that. I haven't seen it by me. You know, um, <laughs> I, I saw the last 15 minutes and it was not good. And I saw it on YouTube. Um, but, <laughs> Wait, I, I, would, I would argue that it might be worse than Fantastic Four. <laughs> okay, and that's the, I, I won't go that far. But I, it's definitely a missed opportunity. It could have been so much better. And I, I think there was way too much extremism on both sides. It, it's definitely not as great as some people are putting it, probably as the extreme DC fans. It's not like, it, I think some people are bandwagon jumping on, on how bad it really is. I, I can't imagine saying it's the worst movie of all time, it, it's worse than Fantastic Four. I don't buy that for a second. Um, so for me, I'm being very generous, six. Uh, but I will say, you know, I know you guys think I'm soft, but again, I'll give you the example. And I'm a Marvel fan. Amazing Spider-Man 2, that's my four, too. Okay. I couldn't even get myself to pick up that movie on a Black Friday for $5. Okay. And so, you know, that's how I feel about it. If you want to flip it and say, well, you know, how Ronald feels about this movie, I felt betrayed for Amazing Spider-Man 2. So six is already kind of like, eh, generous. Um, but there's a lot of layers to this. So. But anyway, any kind of final closing comments or thoughts or um, interesting tidbits, you know, if I see them, I'm happy to forward them to you guys because uh, it was fascinating discussion. Do you guys think it's weird that when he shoots, he looks almost evil when he does the laser eyes? Like when he shoots laser Oh, heat vision? Yeah, heat vision, like it, it turns red like all around his cheeks. That's the only one I thought it made. I think evil. it's weird that his eyes and stuff crack around the edges like veins. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he does. I don't find it particularly weird, but I don't necessarily like the look. I'd rather people just go red. Oh, I know. Yeah. Just a visual style, I think, to make it look more powerful. Yeah, I think it's just one like, Yeah, make him look like he's, like, charging up his eyes. His whole face is charging up, I guess. That's not unprecedented. I mean, they do that kind of stuff in the books. It's just a style thing. Yeah. One scene that I also did enjoy. Oh, sorry. Um, one scene that I actually did enjoy was um, where we got to see those two cops go into the building with, uh, you know, those women that were locked up as, I, yeah. know, I guess, human trafficking uh, victims. Right. You got to really see uh, the how the police and the people being saved by that, I mean, how they view him. Right. And I really liked how they put him in the corner of the of the ceiling. Yeah. And he's just like he looked terrifying. Right, him, you know? and, and, I, and I think that was really appropriate, right? Because that's how Batman is supposed to be. He's supposed to strike terror in the heart. Thank God for that. That's yeah, part of the Because yeah. that's yeah. what he did to Superman. That's what he said to Superman, right? He's like, do like, you feel that? He's like, that's fear. That's what men feel. Let's be real. Superman wasn't scared for a second, even when he was killed. <laughs> you, know, you know when he gets his power back, he smiles. Like, he's trying to work. Yeah. That was almost kind of like. A
yeah, I was going to say, you're right, Arthur. I rated a, I rated Fantastic Four a three, and I gave this one a four. So <laughs> Fantastic Four is good. Oh, damn. I thought I could build the argument, but I, I stick. I usually stick with my initial review. Damn it. You, you are probably the only one who actually saw the entire Fantastic Four movie, to be honest. I'm going to watch it now. Uh, I mean, I had a chance to watch it on my flight to Asia because uh, it was one of the movies being offered for free. I mean, quote-unquote free, right? But I was like, man, do I want to spend two hours on a plane watching this movie or catch up on other movies I want to watch? And I, I didn't go for it. <laughs> First third wasn't bad. Dang, it's more than more than uh, bad numbers in Superman. Wow. I think if Sony and Fox were smart, they would just license it back to Marvel and take a cut of the profits. Well, Sony is being smart now. Sony is now, but they oh. should just do that with everything because they've got a magic formula. And they can make so much money off of, you know, um, just royalties. Yeah. This is what they've done with the characters. I have a couple of silly questions about that one, but the, the trailer, did they do Spider-Man's eyes wrong? No. Because you know how he moves? But like, I bet it's supposed to be a mask. Uh, um, no. So in the books, when he blinks, it's it's more of like a, a fun stylistic thing. Like it's just to show emotion. Yeah. You can't you can't really explain it. It's a cartoon. Do you think he looks too cartoony in the trailer? I, I like it. I've always liked it when he blinks because it's just not. fun. I love it. I don't I don't need it to be real. I don't need it to be explained. They're using small eyes in this one, if you notice, right? Which is more of a classic Spider-Man look because he actually developed the bigger eyes in the late 90s or not sorry the late 80s to early 90s when another artist reinterpreted Mark Todd McFarlane, right? He was the one that drew these really big eyes for Spider-Man, which was kind of cool. I like the big eyes. And especially when they blink, they have these funny expressions, right? But, um, yeah, blinking never bothered me. No, I'll tell you this. Yeah. I think the blinking is actually really important because um, it allows you to see his emotion. Right. And we're supposed to be able to connect with him because unlike other superheroes, he has no glamorous life. True. And so he's more human, even as a superhero, right. than other superheroes are. And in the movie that you saw, what's actually happening is it's, it's a lens effect. It's mechanical. Yeah. So if like you like watch it again, you can hear the lens shutter, and you can also see it. Spider-Man's mask? Yes. Well, in, actually, the, in, the, in the trailer? Yeah, I'll like, watch it again. It's fantastic. Like, Arthur and I were talking about this. He said it. The, the, that they explain it. I did not know that. It's cool. It's cool, but it's a click. So people are saying, people are, are are guessing that it's probably Tony Stark yeah. giving him like a. Whoa, 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 whoa! Spoiler. It's not spoiling. Come on. Hey, no, that's right I, haven't seen, I haven't even seen the, the uh, trailer. So, You're not missing uh, anything. You know he's in. He's you know he's in the movie. Okay? And you know he's under animated. Come on, man. You just saw Anthony Stark. I didn't know that. I get his. So, so I stopped watching TV spots from Civil War. So I've only seen that the last one I saw. I missed that too. I actually they're showing way too much now, but. That scene is, I think, I think it's, you know, we're guessing that he probably gave him, you know, telephoto lens or something like that. Okay. Because he's a photographer. He's a photographer, right? You know, what if you put a camera in it? That'd be pretty right, It's probably camera, you know. Maybe. maybe. But we, would, we don't know. It's all indestructible. Okay, one more question. Sure. Superman's suit, is it indestructible too? Is that why he's like, it never burns or anything like that? Or never um, gets someone else? So from a science perspective, yes. there was actually somewhere someone wrote the science of Superman. Right. And what it is is that... He actually emits yes. a layer of John invulnerability a certain amount past his skin. Right. So if the suit stays below that force field that he emits, yep. it stays Real, That's why his hair never gets messed yes, up. That's true. Yeah. And that makes sense why Kryptonite messed up his hair. Right. And, and his cape is still durable, but it, it gets, gets to get shredded up. first. Yeah. 
also, if, if people are doing the books correctly yeah. and showing is, is, is clothing getting ripped, that's kind of it. Unless you're saying the powers are so powerful that it's exactly. ripping a suit. Um, so invulnerability is, is goes over. His, it's like a millimeter. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, that's right. that's totally true. Yeah, John Byrne, John Byrne, I think. I have no idea. Yeah, but you're you're absolutely right. Yeah, that is absolutely true. Awesome. Now it's on your own. Right. When he, when he shaves, he, he has to heat vision into a mirror that's right. to shave himself. That's the only thing I can kind of say. <laughs> he can't get his own hair. Yeah. Um, I can't even just use a clip and razor. Well, <laughs> you probably kill himself. You probably kill himself, yeah. So. But anyway, I think, you know, unless we have any other final thoughts or comments or, or things, I think that's a wrap, guys. Going once. Going twice. Last second to hate. Last <laughs> second to hate. I, I would genuinely say I am actually very surprised that Ronald's rating was lower than Anthony's. I'm, I'm genuinely surprised. I love it. And I, I think it's cool. It's a great, it. it's neat to see the different perspectives. I'm um, you know, happy surprise. I, I mean, I'm sad that the movie didn't make us all happier, but, yeah. um, you know, it is interesting. Very fascinating. That was, that was a good twist, huh? Yeah, that was really <laughs> good. In every way. Yeah, it was. It was uh, very unexpected. <laughs> it turned out that, <laughs> that, uh, Anthony, you know, was really wrong the whole time. I was what? You were wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have to go, it doesn't have to be Civil War, but one of these movies. We, we have to go together. We have to all go together. Yeah. So we can really, like, get the most out That's of That's true. One of these movies we have to watch together. We watched with Ronald the other two. I really, like, you know, that did a lot. Yeah, I, I would have I loved to go watch with you guys again the last night, just because of the camaraderie, at least. You <laughs> would blow me and Ronald. I tell you what, I, I have no plans to see the Justice League, but if you guys want to go see us, I'll, <laughs> I'll go. So we can just kind yeah. of scratch it together. And yeah, yeah. We should watch this movie together. That might be, yeah, that might be the only movie. That might yeah. be the only way I watch Justice League is if, if I go with you guys. Yeah. I'll, I'll subsidize your fees. I'll give you a hot dog. Is that a cheap date with Anthony? Yeah. Anthony's not a cheap date. He was an expensive date, man. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't put out. Oh, oh, wait, 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 what movie did you watch? Um, Interstellar. Oh, yeah, that's right. You watched Interstellar right. with him. Right, right, right. Hey, but if we do go see it together, let's plan it so that... Doctor uh, Strange. Oh. Mm. I got to see it with my wife. She okay, yeah. Doctor Strange is the next Marvel movie. Yeah. X-Men. Oh, okay. We can watch X-Men together. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. I'm not planning to see that, but I'll... Get <laughs> this guy. Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad, yeah. I can, I can watch... I think that's actually that's probably going to do well. Uh, it looks like it's decent. Yeah, now. Despite my disdain for Will Smith, it looks good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not liking that Joker, but let's see what happens. Is it Jared Leto? Jared Leto. Yeah. I think the Joker would be fine. I just don't think they should have Joker in the movie like that because he's too big of a character. But anyway, I'll Actually, save that I think he'll be fine too. I just don't like the initial look. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, we can watch Suicide Squad together. But yeah, I agree. We needed to watch. Like, it was fun to watch Deadpool with Kai and Dot. Well, you, um, oh, man. Yeah, but we didn't, hate. we didn't hate on it, though. Well, I don't think we have to hate on it, but it was, it was a fun, fun, fun It, it was a fun shared experience, though. Uh, but yeah, I don't I don't want to go into a bad movie just to hate on it with you guys. As much as I love hanging out with you guys, I don't want to. <laughs> that's my motivation. <laughs> that can be fun in itself. I don't want to see Anthony hate up, up close. Oh, that's yes. actually kind of true. Yeah. You have no idea how many times I've said, what the fuck, in the theater while watching that movie. I turned to my wife, and I was like, what the fuck is this? And I'm looking around at the theater, and like, is nobody watching what I'm watching? Like, wow. I'm just disgusted. Did you, that <laughs> let me and Man of Steel. So let me ask you, did your wife like the movie? She fell asleep. She hated it. Oh, she, <laughs> she hated it too. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 
Probably four weeks, Civil War, you know? We have to watch it on May 6th and last time, so... You guys don't have Civil War already, right? Uh, I have, I bought tickets already. So. I have plans. <laughs> yeah, so, but I mean, I'm happy to watch it again if it's great. Anyway, huh. I think that's it. Um, okay, Ronald, I guess we'll see you later. See you later. Alrighty, thanks again. Talk soon. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Later. Bye.